Yeah, Mel Smith, Kim Wilde. Of course, it was done for Red Nose Day, rocking around the Christmas tree. I don't know if I feel comfortable calling that a Christmas classic. Why, you really? I think it qualifies now. It's been how many years? It's been, uh, like, I don't know, nearly... It was uh, 87, yeah, so... What's that? Okay, so so like so 30, uh, 33. Some, yeah. Ah, qualify. If you get three decades in, you get down as a classic, I think. Really? So it's I'd just. Say so. so all you need to do is hang in there long enough. Hang in long enough for you. Yeah, it gets to be a classic, yeah. Sure, there's that's, a, there's it's a, a message in that for all of us, PJ. There is. There is. <laughs> sure, isn't that the, that's a year before um, Fairy Tale in New York came out? That was. Yeah. Yeah, but I think, I think comparing the red nose version of Rocking Around the Christmas Tree. And the seminal work of the Pogues and Kirsty McCall. With, oh, come on, with Shane did his best. <laughs> he worked hard on that, Jim. There's no need for you to be, you know, pushing it back. It's still a classic, like. Yes, I think my point might have been slightly missed in that. I doubt it. That unless, you, unless you're saying Kirsty McCall ruined it or something. I thought she was great in it. Anyway, nine minutes past six o'clock morning to you folks. Thursday, tenth of December. Feel free to give us a shout. Oh eight seven one double eight triple zero eight. Uh, whatever's going on for you today. How's the form today, sir? No, not bad, yeah. Not bad at all. All right, well, we'll do something about that. We'll knock that out of you. Hey, there you go. It's always a plan. Always planning something nice for everybody here. That's what I like about this show. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Waking you up with a kick in the back of the pants. Are you smiling? Yeah, Puff Daddy, I'll be missing you here at Classic Hits. Waking up happy with PJ and Jim. 13 minutes past six o'clock on this uh, Thursday, Thursday, 10th of December. About to do the birthdays. It's a bit of an eclectic mix. It Is has it, to yeah? be said. And yeah, it's, it's it's a strange gathering. Now, it's not it's not on this strange on the on the level of that um, that dinner party you put together there the other night the other day. Do you remember what that? Was that one now? When we were talking about so we were talking about your dad's musical tastes. Oh, and we yes, ended up with a dinner course. party that included Nana Muscuri. The Wolf Tones. Nana must the Wolf James Tones. James Galway. James Galway with his magic flute. And some other person. I've forgotten who oh, the I who, can't remember who, who it was. Was, was it was Mattress Mick? We nicked Ma- him off Dustin, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was Mattress Mick, I think. What? Are you pressing buttons? Because my ears have gone all funny now. Oh, sorry. I was just cleaning something. Oh, and right. I was, I've done something weird, have I? Is it gone no, it's now? Gone. It it's gone now. That's perfect. Sorry about that. <laughs> I'm, I'm wiping down, Jim. You know what I mean? Why, what I have you been you. doing that you need to wipe down? I was out chatting to Mike. I didn't do anything today. I'm, I'm a little bit behind myself. I was, in, I was having a chat, so I was. Right. So, well, listen. Get your earlobes around this then. We'll start. What about this? No, 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 Oh, Paul Hardcastle. Yeah. Paul Hardcastle. What a song that was now. Yeah. Now, the, to be fair, do you know any of his other songs? No. No, nor I. don't even know if he made other songs. But that was a huge number one. Oh, never. In school, we were oh, all so around. cool. 19. 19. Yeah, all about Vietnam and all exactly. of that sort of carry yeah. on. And, the average um, age of the combat soldier in Vietnam was 19. Was that true? Jeepers, they were nippers if that's true. I'd say it probably was. I've no even idea. come home and have a beer in America land. <laughs> you know, yeah, because it's 21 over there, isn't it? Yeah, and very strictly so. Like, there was just lads. I. It's very annoying, actually. The States is a really annoying place to be, isn't it? Like, it's all tip this and tip that, and the price you see in the shops is always not the real price. And you, 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 there's elephants on walking sticks and all. Have you got ID, sir? Is oh, Calm down. Which is all yeah. calm down. Mind you, there was a time where Land everybody all, do anything. all that anybody ever wanted to do was go and live in America. Do you remember know, that? Oh, yeah. Back when we were kids, it was like. Yeah. You know, like to get to America would like have been living amazing. Living in the television. Yeah. yeah. I know. They now, it. to be honest with you, if somebody said, listen, there's a free ticket and a visa and everything. and uh, uh, No, I'll, you're all I'll right. leave it with you, thanks. They're Cheers. really for America. <laughs> no, yeah. no. Have you anything in, yeah. I don't know, the Middle East or I don't know, yeah. Afghanistan. <laughs> I'll go there. How about that? Something different there, I'd say. Yeah. At, least you know, at least you know what you're getting, I'd say, over there. Uh, so I right, say so Paul, Paul Hardcastle. Hardcastle. Now, so you can work it out. So it was a big eight. It was a number one in 1985. Yeah. No, 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 So give or take or whatever, if he was in his pump then. Yeah, I'd say he's about 63. Yeah! yeah! Go 63. on, Paul. Well done. Right, what about Clive Anderson? Which one is Clive? Oh, Whose yes, the, line is it anyway? That's right, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. He had a big spell where he was like... You know, all he was like really sort of a, a big name on TV, he had was, a little chat show. Huge. Yeah, he was kind of like he was really in vogue for a few years. He really was. Yeah, he was, he was, he was like a huge presence. Like, like he was a big sort of gorilla of a man. Do you know the way? Always in a suit and sort of with a comb over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And did he was almost him? made the comb over kind of a. 
I, I confusing them a little bit with David Frost. The two of them kind of had the same yeah. buzz going Clive on. Anderson now is very much comedian type thing. I don't, yes. don't really see him wandering down the David Frost route, but... Mm. Yes, slight difference, all right. But he'd be a fair age now. Oh, no, I don't know with that. Maybe like 70s, maybe 73. Not bad, 68. Oh, okay. 68, not a million miles away. Uh, And then here's one you can put right into the bag straight away because it's a significant birthday. I'll take it. For Kenneth Branagh. Kenneth Branagh? Yeah. Oh. Actor, director, Shakespearean expert. Yeah. I'd say, I'll take a pip, I'll take a, a punt on 70. 60. Really? I, I almost said 80, man. I almost said 80. Really? I'm sure you'd be very happy. I'm shocked, he probably, th- he probably thinks he's looking well on 60. I think maybe he does, but... Yeah. Does he not feel like yeah. he's been around you, forever? To be fair, I'm sure he'd take it as a compliment if you said to him, Joe something, Kenneth, you're looking extremely well for 80. Yeah. Well, uh, yep, so I'm, I'm, I'm 60. Well there, go, well, there you go. Well, then. just goes to show how well you're looking for eighty. Well, if you, I mean, if you're actually sixty, you've done very well. Fair play to you. You're going to be a remarkable eighty-year-old if you if you don't change anything. <laughs> right. That's what I'll be telling you. Sixty, Kenneth Brown. And now here's the curveball for today, right? Yeah. If I said to you, Helen DeMac. Mac. It would probably mean very little to you. It doesn't mean much to me. But if we go back to your eighties pop star. What, yeah. was the, what was the magazine you used to buy? Smash Hits. Smash Hits. And if I said to you that it was Pepsi's birthday. Oh, from Pepsi and Shirley. Yeah. No way. Yeah, that's a real name, apparently. Helen DeMack. Helen DeMack. Pepsi of Pepsi and Shirley fame. What was their song that's again? I can I'm picture the two of them, so I can. So well. I can see the two of them doing that. Take a leap. No, that was Melon. That was Melon. Yeah. Um... What was Is it thing? something the Mac? Somebody's trying to talk to me, but they don't understand that I can't hear them. Beware of the Mac. No, that's not. That's Beware not. of the Mac. Yeah. That's not even a song. It's Return of the Mac, and that's Mark Morrison. One, he's male. Yeah. <laughs> it's a solo artist, and it's the completely wrong song. So, you know what I mean? No, the Mac is back. <laughs> Beware of the Mac. Apparently, it was called Heartache. Heartache? Yeah. Oh, heartache! You're giving me a heart, hey, heart. I give me a headache. Yeah, you're giving me a yeah. No, no, it doesn't go like that at all. This whole thing is giving me a headache. (laughs) Yeah, the Mac is back. That's what it's. Somebody will. Somebody will. Yeah, he's about to attack. It's the return of the Mac. It was something like that. Yeah, and somebody pointing out, of course, that they were also in Wham. They were the backing singers in Wham originally. Oh, that was it. That yeah. was their whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, that Mind they you, somebody solo. else is also pointing out, is Clive Anderson not dead? It's according to the spinner. Well, certainly not according to my almanac I spinner. I didn't think he was dead. Maybe he's the Mac that's coming back. <laughs> um, right, so Pepsi Pepsi is... is uh, 59 62 A fat life almighty God lipe it <laughs> God what? Lipe it Lipe it Yeah I don't know It's an expression of confusion And now you're up to date On the home of PJ and Jim Waking up happy weekdays From 6am This is Classic Hits Good stuff Thank you kindly Tara I'm expecting a very favourable uh, Butter index today Yes It's, it's positively balmy It is It's actually really mild I was warm on the drive in In uh-huh. the car this morning It was even warm I mean warm without on the, the bike, aid Of yeah. the heat and all that sort of stuff I was listening to the birds were tweeting away. They were obviously uh, quite happy that the cold spell is gone too. And tweeting just, birds. You tweeting had tweeting birds. birds. This morning. I did. At four in the morning. Birds, well, about quarter to five. You, oh, you lazy sod. What? Uh, quarter to five. Just time is not to get half up. Half an hour before oh, I get up. I was just going to say, yeah. <laughs> You're redeemed. You're redeemed. <laughs> Thank you. So what's the official official pronouncement on the butter index the then? The official prena- pronouncement is soft today. Soft. Ah, oh, very good. Look at yeah. 11 I mean, degrees. Like, like it's December. 10th of December. It's almost yeah. middle of December. It is. That's I mean, weird. we've had summer days where we haven't reached yeah. 11 degrees. Now, so. are you still are you still flaunting your, your beast from the east philosophies? My theory. Your theory that we're going to get a smack... Of of hardship. Oh, yeah. she definitely is. Absolutely. She looks forward to it so much. She's like the <laughs> wicked witch, man. When the tornadoes or whatever comes for us, she'll be there. I told you, my pretties. She'll be giving us all that. <laughs> He's not wrong. I can't deny it. No, I absolutely. That's I know. What that's what makes it so funny. It's like you're actually kind of yes. 
and I really don't see a problem with that. <laughs> yeah. I just think you're weird for not enjoying snow and icy winds and, and, and destruction and devastation yeah. and disruption. Stuck in your house, snowed in. It's the most, the most amazing feeling in the world. Yeah. Oh. Actually, have you ever been snowed in, PJ? Has it ever been... You know, so bad. Because you know the way you're by the sea. Yeah. And you've been by the sea most of your life, haven't you? Yeah, most of my life, yeah. Have you ever been snowed in? Does it ever happen? Well, the beast from the east. Remember, I couldn't make it in here for beast of the east. That's right. And you were in here on your own. This was the lad, right? This was the lad, Tara, and people of Ireland that um, did the whole sort of, like, uh, Andy Badney has very kindly offered to uh, to put us up in a hotel around yes, the corner. Yeah, the corner, yeah. Right? Uh, which I took him up on because, they, you know, me living up in the mountains and whatnot. And uh, PJ was like... <laughs> I'm only around, around the corner. Down, around, down, down the corner. I just drive in. Ridiculous, this beast of these. Absolutely rubbish. No. Uh, phone call. Yeah, listen, I have to, I've had to call a tow truck. I'm oh, stuck in a, I'm stuck in a snow drift here. I'm sure the two guards are trying Clontarf. to get me out got stuck and everything as well because of me. You oh. could have walked, you know. Walk. Yeah. Walk I did. Where was, your, where was your bike that morning? What are you talking about? Are you? Jo- I was there for two hours nearly with the guards and tow truck. And then, yeah, I, I could have walked. But for 50-50, walk in here or walk home. I, I went w- home. <laughs> I want snow more than ever now for that to happen again. <laughs> Christmas classic, The Pogues, Kirsty McCall, Fairy Tale of New York. Here at Classic Hits, just 17 minutes to 7 o'clock. This song, of course, that PJ Gallagher said was almost as good as... Um, Mel and Kim that being uh, Mel what's his name Mel Smith from uh, Not the Nine O'Clock News yeah. and Kim Wilde singing nearly as good the Red Nose Day version of Rockin' Around the Christmas yeah, Tree yeah like it's a pretty good song but it ain't no Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree <laughs> with your little hippie holiday yeah you know it's a bit, yeah. yeah I mean to be honest we're getting a very a very specific view of of where your musical tastes lie. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm into the classics. And those you know. who say the gutter, no, there's no need who for said that. that. That's outrageous. <laughs> Everyone judging moodily into new old yeah. fashioned. You, do, you are fond of a bit of kitsch, aren't you? You do I like do. a bit of kitsch. I do like it, yeah, I yeah. can't help it, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, I, it's, a, it's, a, it's a gift. It's a yeah. gift. That's why, like, you know, Shaken Stevens and all, he was a great character, wasn't he? Yeah. Like, he was better than Elvis, man. You know what I mean? Oh when you my, think about it. Oh, my God. Why was? He was a better, a he was a better entertainer. I, do you re- we, like, you do, at some point, you will have to leave the building. Oh. You, you, there's certain things you can't, I you wouldn't. can't slag off. You can't slag off Elvis. You can't slag off the Beatles. Does it mean, I mean, people will literally wait for you with pitchforks. Yeah, the Beatles were all right as well. They were no wham. Um... <laughs> But, you know, they were pretty good. Cool. I'm not saying any of these artists were bad. Not at all. I'm just saying, I'm yeah. just trying to say yeah, there's just, a pecking order. Let's just point the out, yeah, where they come in the great scheme of music. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, the Beatles are great, but there was no, like, there's a grand piano in his playing hot behind the green door. Yeah. A song, by the way, he didn't even write, but nonetheless, he sang it. Did I he suppose. not even write it? <laughs> no, well, there no, you go. It did him jo- he did it even better justice. <laughs> Whoever wrote that. Wow, that's there you go, ladies and gentlemen. That's that's the man who's influencing the music you hear. <laughs> yeah. I think you know what I mean? <laughs> oh if right. Would now start- look you see they've started. You're after upsetting Gemma now. What's wrong with Gemma? Gemma in Coolock, Gemma Pound is a huge Elvis fan. I knew she'd be on the minute you opened your mouth about that. I love Elvis as well. I think Elvis is fantastic. Yeah, you just think that he's no shaking Stevens. He's just no shaking Stevens, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> You know what I mean? He's no Cliff Richard or he's no Shaking Stevens. Unbelievable. Right, listen, there's a few bits and pieces here that I wanted to bring to your attention. Uh, Somebody's been on to say, say, stop singing, lads, because um, you're upsetting my pit bull. Oh, my God. And he's looking at me. Who's saying that now? Just because your pit bull is into... The Beatles or something. Obviously, you know something? Obviously, your pit bull has a very similar kind of musical taste to RPJ, to be honest with you. Uh, <laughs> on, the other thing is, somebody's been on to say that uh, you're thinking, you know the way we were trying to think of Pepsi and Shirley songs? Yeah, yeah. And you started singing um, Return of the Mac. Return of the Mac. Which, I mean, there's so many things that are wrong with that. But anyway. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, somebody says maybe John thinks you might have been thinking of I'd Rather Jack. That's it. That's yeah. what I'm thinking of. I'd Rather Jack. The yeah. Fleetwood Mac. Another great musical choice there. Yeah, but unfortunately you're wrong again because that was Bananarama. Oh, is it? Yeah. So Pepsi and Shirley weren't in that band either, were they? I don't think so. Well, according yeah, to John well, Hines, anyway, I'll take Michael. it. Michael, okay, uh, Fred, right, I'll take that. Fred was making the same mistake as me. He thought that, Tay, 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 Tay. 
But that's not, that's Mel and yeah. Kim. Yeah, that's a great song. Yeah. Take um, the Lily White's trying to kill people off. He maintained that one of them was dead as well. So remember, somebody else was saying that Clive Anderson was yeah, dead, which yeah. is not. Um, it's, um, the Lily White's trying to kill off one of Pepsi and Shirley, but I've looked it up and they're both very much fighting fit. No, I think it's Mel and Kim, one of and, those. Um, uh, yeah, because Shirley's actually married to Martin Kemp. You know Martin Kemp that used to be in Spandau oh, and she, was yeah. in EastEnders and all that? That's gas. Imagine yeah. imagine them having rails in their house. How many platinum discs did you win? <laughs> and also, uh, here's a good one. Uh, this is from, let me just see if I can give credit where it's due here on this one. This is from Robert, who uh, was pointing out that um, Paul Hardcastle did have another famous song, right? Yeah. And he said it should be, it should be very well known to uh, people of a certain age who were fans of Top of the Pops. Which we all were at the time. It was called The Wizard. <laughs> That's it. And coming in at number 10, we have... Exactly. Rama. And at number 8, it's Paul Hardcastle again with a song we're not quite sure what the name of it is. In at number 7, it's Pepsi and Shirley, Tether Max. That's that was it. The, it, was, it was the countdown music on uh, on top of the pops. That's what it when was. When they were doing the chart. Away. When they were doing the chart countdown. And that's Paul Hardcastle and The Wizard. And then and at number 1, you're going to Number 1 for back. a third week running. Yeah, it's all of that, wasn't it? Yeah. God, I wish I lived in those days. I was born to live in those days. That's where I would have been at my cheesy best. We did live in those days. Of four places from number eight. It's, I'd have been fantastic. Yeah, yeah no, I mean, I wish I had been famous. Oh, you mean you like famous. DJing. Like DJing, you. yes. You, you know what I mean? I just, I kind I, I just, I was a bit behind the time, really. I know, it? but you know what I mean? <laughs> it was all good on the telly. I like to think I was ahead of the time, but I was actually a bit behind it. I'm glad to be behind the time. They were all... Yeah. Sex pests and everything. <laughs> was, you know what I mean? It all look great, but you trust you to take that. We know now. Trust you to take that side of it. That's unbelievable. You know what I mean? Unbelievable. I'd rather we'll Jack. On. Yeah. Um, anyway, and again, now now we've started a now we started a row because I'd rather Jack wasn't Bananarama. It was the Reynolds oh, girls. Oh, was it? Yeah, the Reynolds girls. I can't keep up now. I know, We've yeah. gone through so many... You've opened a can of worms. I can't keep up. We've gone through so many girl bands of the 80s and I haven't got a clue which one is which anymore. I've yeah. gone, gone totally confused with it all. Yeah, it's, it's, it's gone very strange. Will we just leave it there, will we? Um, and move on. I'm not quite sure where we are or how we got here, so I'll take your advice and run with it. Yes, let's let's knock that in the head. Instead, we'll let you know, of course, of all the bits and pieces happening today. Uh, all of the usuals are in there. It's uh, a good score in the breakfast table quiz, but it's a hell of a prize. We have a set of ten luxury high-rise hoodies for you to win, which will be personalised and customised uh, to whatever you want them for, whatever club or business or sport or whatever. Uh, that'll be taken care of by MFC Sports. That's our prize in the breakfast table quiz. It is going to take a good score to win it, though, 13 to beat. And uh, in about an hour's time, of course, we'll be having a, bo- a bash at the um, at the hit bit. Magic Mike is with us uh, this side of the aisle today, so he'll be standing by on WhatsApp 87 188 Let him know if you want to play. How much are we playing for on that as well? Uh, 600 and it would be 80 euros today. Nice. 680 euros. euros. Yep. Uh, another chance to get in to win a couple of nights away at the fabulous Imperial Hotel in Air Square in Galway uh, with meal and that 350 euro CBD voucher uh, that we have for you we'll have another chance for you to get in to win on that uh, what else is going on there's loads going on loads going on like after running through a million of the stories that we're going to do we're going to be talking about um, how Ireland is the most generous place on the planet well listen we've literally just proved that there with the amount of stuff we're giving away I know yeah there you go I'd say Incredible. we're probably 80% of it <laughs> a different ball game Yes, Slade, Merry Christmas, everybody, here at Classic Hits. Thank you for waking up happy with PJ and Jim. That song, of course, was it that one that was the top, the biggest earner? It is, Of yeah. all Christmas songs, yeah. annually. Way over a half a million every single year this song earns for those lads. And that's been around since 1973. Unreal, isn't it? And it's learning less now than it ever did. So yeah. it was learning like two and three times that in other years when the hard copies were still uh, a big part of the Christmas thing. Incredible, still raking in the cash. Slade. Merry Christmas, everybody, here at Classic Hits. Uh, it's almost 11 minutes past 7 o'clock. Speaking of cash, by the way, of course, we have our own little pot of gold for you to go for oh, on yes, the, uh, the hit bit in around about 40 minutes. Magic Mike is with us uh, this side of the aisle today. So if you want to get in touch, 87 188 on WhatsApp. You can let him know if you want to play. That's on the way for you. But 
First, PJ Gallagher is once again taking uh, us down the aisle. I am taking you down the aisle. I tell you something. You know, everybody knows I don't go to weddings anymore. Haven't gone to them in what years. What do you mean anymore? I went to a lot of weddings in my earlier days. Did you? Yeah, before I realised you can actually say no. You know, before I realised that that was an option. Right. You know, I used to go, oh, God, I have to go to this thing now. Oh, God. And, you know, it's going to cut. And then people are you not delighted to be invited? Yeah, yeah, great. Exactly what I want to do is dress like I never dress. Listen to music I never listen to. Eat food I never eat. Hang around with people I've been avoiding all year. Of course, it's what I want. And it costs you loads of money. God, weddings. Anyway, I'm going to start going to them again. Because I'm reading this um, dramatic moments story. Apparently, some weddings, they just... These weddings are literally like something you would see in EastEnders. People are asking other people online for some reason. There's been a conversation about what are the most dramatic wedding moments you've ever seen. And some of them... Like one of those gasp, sharp intake of breath moments like... Did that really happen? Yeah. Wow. I mean, so check this out, right? One was saying that the stepsister of the groom, right? The stepsister uh, of the groom, yeah, right? Decided that at the wedding reception speech, she thought, now is the perfect time to tell everybody that indeed the groom is the father of my eight-week-old child. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, wouldn't you love to have been at that? That is an EastEnders plot right there. I can hear, as I said, I could hear the drums going boom, 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 <laughs> boom, 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 boom. Like, isn't that just... It's That's so amazing. So she stood up in the middle of whose speech? The groom's actual speech? And like, the family speeches, they were all going in yeah. turns, you know, and yeah. the father of the bride's, you're welcome to the family. You know, it's always this sort of welcome <laughs> to the family. And the amount, I loved you from the moment I saw you. And then she stood up and goes, yeah, did you? Because my nipper's yours. <laughs> and everyone's like, oh, God. <sighs> Oh my god And the chaos ensues Of yeah. course that was uh, That's the moment Isn't that That'd be exactly the moment That suddenly you have Everybody's attention yeah. When your speeches are going on Normally You'd have people going Yes And ignoring them Because yeah. it's just boring Let's face it And most of the time It's boring Most and then of the time that happens and like, How long they're going to go and then. <gasps> Shh I have to see what happens here. Yeah, you'd be like, this is amazing. This is remarkable. I'm so glad I didn't miss this. Here's another one, right? So another one was saying she was at her cousin's wedding and her cousin was the bride, right? Right. Uh, so she was at her cousin's wedding and the groom threw the face, threw the mouth on her. Right? He tried to kiss her. Right? He tried to snog her. How's that? Wait, wait. So the, the groom tried to Snots wear the face off the cousin. Yeah. Right. Right. The cousin, she, cousin of his new missus. Yeah. Right. And so she was like, get away from me, you yeah, dirty What do you, do? What do you ask at your wedding right, day? It's your wedding day. And he goes, fair enough. And then he threw the gob on another woman that was there. Oh, was another my cousin. God. Yeah. And then um, he felt up one of the bridesmaids and she slapped him. <laughs> and right on the dance floor. And then he went out to, he was trying to get out of the hotel. And he stopped on his way through the foyer and puked all over the carpet in the reception. Nice, man. I mean, yeah. what that's a catch. Re- that's wedding material right what a there. Catch. There's a lad who's ready for commitment. <laughs> There's a lad oh, who's coming yeah, for commitment. Hey, good luck with that guy. Yeah, and that's the thing. The thing is, not that's not all that happened with this fella, right? Right. So when they were like bringing him back around and all that, saying it's your wedding day, you cop on to yourself, you're touching and kissing him, mm. and they went, he goes, ah, that's nothing. I've been having an affair with one of the bridesmaids for months. <laughs> Unbelievable. The divorce, they said, they said the divorce papers and all uh, came through before he even got the wedding photos back in the house. <laughs> Brilliant. Proper what? order, too. What? A, this lad, I mean, he, this is proper so That's incredible. Um, another one said they, they shared, oh, this is an old one. You've heard this loads of times. You know, best men's speeches that have gone terrible. Oh. One fella turned up with a projector full of pictures of your man locked from the stag night. And I mean, he was just to so upset Why is the, what, the, yeah, be, the, the best man thing is a very, it's a very, it's a precarious thing when you're picking a best man, to be uh, yeah. fair. Like, you don't, I mean, some lads just see it as an opportunity for a roast. I know. And they just, you know, they think it's almost like a, it's like the stag night all over again. Peter, how did you think that Granny Margaret would like that? Now, exactly. What, you what was going through your head? You're up there doing pictures of fellas with their trousers open. And just cop on to yourself. And then, uh, I was at one though. Have right. you ever been to a wedding disaster? Have you ever seen a wedding like, a disaster moment? It. Yeah. I've seen a good one. No, not not on the scale you're talking about. Oh, not, not, not on that like scale. that sort of stuff there. No, not on that what are you, scale. Why, why, what's your one? Well, I can't tell you who it was because obviously that was... You get... I, it's embarrassing, Okay, right? let's just rule out it wasn't your own. No, it wasn't mine, great, no. Okay, no, nobody yeah, was yeah, allowed yeah. at mine. That was great. Yeah. I, I was like... I had a great wedding. It's just a marriage I wrecked. Um, <laughs> but I was... Uh, so I was at a great wedding. Uh, right. It was all going to plan, right? And the lad who was getting married, my friend, right... Um, he, I was there going, have you, pla- pla- do you know what you're going to say? And he goes, no, you're gonna follow, I'm going to just talk from the heart, you know. 
tough oh, yeah, bad idea. Oh, my Write God. Write it down, man. So, he got up, right? Yeah. And the first thing he said, not messing, right? He says, I'd like to first of all thank my, yeah. my wife, my new wife, yeah. for losing so much weight, he goes, for the big day. <laughs> That's what he said, right? And, and Straight away, there's a slippery slope goes, developing I want to thank here. you so much for your so much weight, he goes. And she was, oh, my God. And every, you could feel, oh, yeah. gee. And, I, and he meant it as a compliment, you know. He said, a few jars and all right. And then he met, and then he realised what he did wrong, and he tried to backtrack, and then he started cursing, and it was f and this and up and that and f and the other, and oh, I'm f and so sorry, oh f this, I'm after making the right f and showing myself, right? And then she goes, "Stop cursing, will you stop cursing, will you?" Right? And into the mic he goes, "Is that it? You want to have a row now, do you? You're trying to have a row with me now, eh?" Well, I'm trying to thank our f and ma. He goes, "Oh, jeepers!" <laughs> Oh, Jim, you could cut the air with a knife. It was unbelievable. Oh, I'd say you were oh, glued to it, were you? Glued to it. Yeah, yeah. Best wedding I was ever More at. More wine at this table. This is going to get good. I was there. A champagne for everybody. <laughs> J-Lo waiting for tonight here at Classic Hits 721. Thank you for waking up happy with PJ and Jim on this Thursday. Hit bit on the way for you very shortly. Uh, but just on the on the wedding thing, didn't you tell me a story? Now, okay, it wasn't one of those drama bits. It wasn't a row or a no. oh my God moment or a sharp intake of breath. But didn't you tell me a story about um, about a lad doing a speech? I don't know if it was the best man or the groom. I know it. You're, yeah, I know the story you're thinking. It was me mate. I Again, I don't want to embarrass the yeah, fellow. I won't yeah, say yeah. his name. But yes, uh, he, he just couldn't grasp the concept of using a microphone. Right. So he held it to his mouth. And he stood up at the start and he went, so um, thank you so much everyone for coming today. And then he started gesticulating and he pulled the mic away. <laughs> so, and he so. was just gesticulating like he, was hold, like he would normally, holding the mic away from his face. And, and then he put it back and goes, so that's all I wanted to say. <laughs> and we're like, no, you have to hold the mic at your mouth when you're talking. And he went, oh, sorry, sorry. Sorry, I'm a bit nervous. I was doing that. I would, what I was trying to say was... <laughs> and that is what I meant. You did it again. Hold the mic at your face. Oh, my God. I'm so embarrassed. So embarrassed. I just want to say to the love of my life that... <laughs> White Snake, here I go again, here are Classic Hits, almost 23 minutes to 8 o'clock, almost time for the hit bit. Uh, Magic Mike standing by, as I said, final call to get involved and try and win our 680 euro. 087 let us know if you want to play the hit bit, and who knows, if you win, maybe you'll just decide to give it away, give it away, give it away now. Why not? It just seems to be the trend of Irish people. We're so generous. Give yourselves a big pat on the back, everybody. Yes, well done, Ireland. It's amazing, isn't it? Givers. Givers. A shower of givers. The whole lot is Ireland, the most generous country in the world for a third year in a row when it comes to online fundraisers according to GoFundMe. Again. Oh, wow. Ireland. Three so, years in a row. Three years in God, a row. We are so, knocking it out of the park. Knocking it out. And always have done since the days of Live Aid when we gave more per capita than any other country as well. And it seems that trend has never changed all these years later. Ireland's per capita, so per person, gives mm-hmm. more than any other country in the world. We are great. We are great. And I think we're allowed to say that now. <laughs> yes. Don't be, it doesn't ruin it to, to pat yourself on the back every so often, I don't yeah. think. A bit of self-congratulation is not a bad thing yeah. Unless every you're so Jim. Ah, sh- <laughs> I'm all, I'm, yeah. I, pro- I probably didn't give enough. I probably didn't give enough now. I'd say, I'm on the eye. I'd be higher now if I pulled I know away, I have now. nothing left, but I probably should have given yeah. enough. So I, I didn't earn enough to give away. That's the problem. I'm, it's my own fault. I'm letting everybody down. <laughs> But that, I mean, that is something to be proud of, isn't it? It is. I it mean, really that's a good. If you if you need to have a national trait, yes, do you know what I mean. If you need to be identifiable with something, if people want to think about an Irish person or the Irish nation, nice to think that we're big, generous old souls. I know. I think it's brilliant. Like it's so big. Go, go for me. Announced that Ireland retains its position, right? Mm-hmm. And one in four campaigns created during twenty twenty were related to COVID nineteen. Of course, they were. So that's like campaigns to get food to brought to healthcare workers and coffees. Remember, there's loads of yeah. them. Uh, support for charity campaigns that were cancelled because of the silliness of this year, um, and support for all um, for industries that were collapsing, such as the, a lot of the people in the entertainment industry. Absolutely. And all of that. Uh, and then there was like the top campaigns in GoFundMe were uh, Do It For Dan, a campaign for a sick young lad, which raised 1.9 million quid. 
Wow. To help a kid who's battling spinal muscular atrophy. One right. Nine million the public raised from. And that was followed by uh, A Better Life for Livy, another campaign, which brought in over a million to help fund treatment and care of a, of a baby girl. Incredible. Yeah, I mean, that's outrageous. And, by the way, drum roll, please, for the top three most giving counties in Ireland. Um, Limerick came in at number three. Fair very, play to very, Limerick. Very well play done, you. And the Dubs at number two. Number ah, number two, the Dubs. So where's the most generous county in Ireland? No coincidence, our Magic Mike has shifted himself that direction. <laughs> He's obviously so generous the city couldn't handle him over this side of uh, the country. Galway. Galway is the most generous county in Ireland. Wow. Yeah. That's impressive. It is, isn't it? Yeah. I, d- I didn't hear a mention for your beloved Cork there. No mention of Cork in the top three, no. Where are they fit in the scheme of things? I'd say we should recount this again. Obviously, Cork are far better than everybody. <laughs> uh, but this just hasn't... There's something wrong there. Or Someone's mayo, for that matter. Wrong. I haven't heard any mayo over there from you. Just to say. What, well, that's, we don't, they don't really raise money there. So they, you raise onions and they get sold <laughs> in the market or something. Like. Oh, God. Still, that's impressive. So, Limerick, Dublin, wait, wait, Galway. You, top, you. Top. I got caught. I went to a barber's yesterday to get my hair cut. Yeah. And someone says, Oh, hell yeah, I was listening to the gym this morning. Had a great laugh. Rub or dub. That's what he <laughs> says to me now. Thank you. <laughs> Is that your new nickname, Rubber Dub? Yeah, that's your fault. Rubber Dub Dub. What did they say that oh, on the air for? That is fantastic. Oh, that's better. Yeah, I was listening to Jim, had great crack his name. Rubber the, Dub. The yeah. nicknames are absolutely, they've been fantastic. We, nick, we nicknamed Tari yesterday Ferris Bueller. Yeah, we did, For yeah. all the days off. Isn't this great? And then and now apparently you're Rubber Dub Dub. Oh my God, I'm so sick of this now. <laughs> Isn't this, yeah. like, this is listen, classic hits all over. It doesn't matter. While the rest of Ireland is giving money away like there's no tomorrow, we're doling out abuse to each other. It doesn't matter. At least you can pat yourself on the back for being a generous old soul. Even if you are a rubber dub dub. I knew, I knew you were going <laughs> to say still, so. You're still giving money, which is a great thing. It's a great thing. Some and of course, the other thing we should mention, that's just the GoFundMe stuff. There's all the other little individual things that happen around the country. Uh, there was the Toy Show recently, far from a small thing. They raised, was it five million or something ridiculous? The Toy Show raised, like, I think in, in total, I think it went over six million, didn't it? By the time, uh, By the they, time stopped, they were finished. the phones and the show, because like, you could still donate after the yeah. show. I think it got all, uh, over six million. Unbelievable. Irish people just can't. They can't stop giving. Yeah. Can't stop giving. So, and, which and is why we're taking uh, this moment to launch... Our PJ and Jim, we want a... What do we want for Christmas? Anything at all. We As want people <laughs> who just love free stuff, we'd love to put ourselves on the list if you're giving stuff away. Thank you. Classic Hits. And now, the Hit Bit with Supermax. Hitting the right notes with a 100% fresh, festive five ounce. Now that's tasty and tempting. Hit Bit. It's a bit of a really famous hit. It's a bit, just a bit, from a classic hit, but what hit is it? Hit bit. <laughs> Ah, I was listening to something that I missed my chance, my opportunity to bellow out. That was that my was my bit. fault. That was my fault. Actually, I distracted him. Oh. I was I was talking to him. We were uh, it was like two two skilled kids sniggering down the no, back. Do you know what it, it is? That, but it's also me. We're trying to wear two pairs of headphones at the same time. Yes, so I'm listening that is to, a bit of an inconvenience. It's a slight inconvenience. Slight also. inconvenience. Sorry about that, everybody. Yeah, yeah. Most people delighted they didn't hear me bellow into the mic again today. Well, certainly, your man that had the pit bull that. Gave out to us for singing. Said the pit, it was upsetting his pitbull. Upsetting his pitbull. It's not unreal. Imagine that. Imagine being done for cruelty to animals because you're singing this all bad. Uh, so here we go. It is the hit bit. Six hundred and eighty euros we have for you this morning. Here's one more. Listen to what it sounds like. And I believe we have a little bit of competition going on today. Yeah, Magic Mike proposed a little competition yesterday. Uh, now, I'm, I'm, look, I, I'll let Magic Mike explain exactly what it is. I mean, of course, I know. It's not like I've totally forgotten or anything. Yeah. I just, I just, you know, I just let Magic Mike do it. Explain that's all. It. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Like, I know. All you have to do is guess where they're from and what they do. That's it. Okay. Right. Okay. So you're going to give us their names, but we don't know where they're from and what they do. Exactly. Right, okay. Ready for this, PJ? Okay. Okay. Who's first, Michael? Uh, okay. So on line one, lads, you have Jamie Devan. Jamie Devan. Jamie Devan. How are you, Jamie? Right. Okay. God, he's not giving much away. So no. He barely uh, said hello. He, he sounds like he's in an enclosed space. I'm going to guess he's a chimney sweep from Limerick. <laughs> no. Right. No, hang on a second. Okay. Uh, 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 just say your name there, Jamie, for me. Jamie Durant. I'm going to go... Uh, I'm going to go a, a, a Galway uh, teacher. 
<laughs> well, you're right. It's Galway, but it's not a teacher. All oh, right. What's oh, did, I get, did I get the Galway bit right? Yeah, yeah. Hey! Delighted with himself. Look at this. Unbelievable. <laughs> right. So, well, you're not a ch- so you're not a teacher, and you're not a chimney sweep, which was no, P- no, PJ's no, guess. I'm not a, I'm not a, not a teacher, right? But. No. So, what is it you do then? Um, I'm a steel fixer. A what? Steel fixer. A steel fixer. A steel fixer. Actually, uh, do you know something? Uh, Mike, I, we were never going to guess I'd, steel. I'd nearly well, give you the chimney sweep on that, PJ. I tell you, yeah. <laughs> I'd never have guessed. Not in a million years. Right, Not so there we know. Man. Jamie Devan is a steel fixer from Galway. Right. Excellent. Good stuff. Right. Now let's try and give him a few quid. Yeah, Jamie, have a guess. Well, okay. Is it um, start me up with the Rolling Stones? The Rolling Good Stones. Good tune. Right. Oh, Mike, what a tune. tune. All right, uh, Jamie, you know, like, I know you want this, but then again, you don't always get what you want. Yeah, I'm sorry. Fair enough. All right, Desperate. see you later, Jamie. Take Cheers, care. Cheers, Jamie, take care. Right. Bye-bye now. Well, keep, keep, right. Stay safe. <laughs> don't forget to wear a mask in that chimney. Uh, Vinny Flaherty is up next. Uh, Vinny Flaherty, to me, sounds like a very Dublin name. So I'm going to go, he's a Dublin man. Um, you haven't even heard him speak. Do you not even want to get a hint? Uh, like, don't even want Vinny to actually say I be- hello. I beg your pardon. Vinny, how are you? How's it going, lads? What's the crack? Okay, you're not a Dublin. Right, man. okay, yeah. Okay. See? <laughs> See, I saved you from yourself there. You did. You unless, did. unless, of course, it's a double bluff from Vinny. I don't think so. Vinny sounds like the real thing. Where, where, oh, we can't yeah, ask can't him. can't ask from. him, right. So go give us your name again there. Vinny Flaherty. Vinny Flaherty is right. a Cork man. Cor- Vinny, yeah, okay, Flaherty, I'm going Cork as well. Yeah. Vinny Flaherty is a proud Cork man, and he, uh, he's a, a bus mechanic. <laughs> right, and I'm going to say Vinny Flaherty is a... Why can't I not think of any... He's a, he's a, he's a bricklayer. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do, Vinny? I'm uh, an assistant manager for Elvery's. Oh, for God's uh, sake. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm the same county as PJ. Oh, oh right. my God! He's oh a mayo God. man. That's what this gig is. I know well. That's what he's, he's a, a mayo manager. Of course, he's Elvery's so, he, been the sponsor of the, a, of the team. He's a very yeah. successful one. Of course, he is. He's the real deal. It's um, uh, Elvery's is practically the flag of Mayo now at this stage. Absolutely, this is fantastic. My Vinny Flaherty, a proud Mayo manager of Elvery's. I think I was going to guess, Vinny, you're a Dublin man. I do. I don't well, know. I'm living up here seven years, but. Yeah, I, I haven't rubbed off yet. Yeah, I'm fair. But I, I don't he's think sticking, it ever he's will. sticking to his guns. Yeah, yeah. Vinny's staying until they until he leaves with Sam. I think that's his plan. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, he's, <laughs> yeah, he's another forty he's, years, lad. Another forty years. <laughs> he's camped here and he's not going home without a bit of silverware. <laughs> right, Vinny, uh, take our cash then while you're on. Then what are you going for? Might as well take the cash. I'm going with PJ's guest because he's a proud male man. I'm going with <laughs> Down Under. <by> <laughs> This is just getting better et and better. Et tu, Vinny, et tu. <laughs> right, down under for men at work, Michael. Well, Vinny and PJ, you both know about this. You lose, I'm afraid. I'm sorry. Oh, oh well. It's okay. The pair of them are well used with Michael. Well exactly. done. Exactly. Well done. Oh, well get done. off. <laughs> Not taking the money, but hopefully I'll take Sam. That's it. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? I'll rub our dub over here, my yeah. dear. He'll be shoulder to shoulder with rubber dub Gallagher. <laughs> You're such a... Fair play to you, Vinny. Have a great day. Take care Thanks of yourself. All the gang in Elvery's, by the way. Here's, thank Fantastic you. shop. Fanta- isn't it, PJ? <laughs> it's a date of questionable sponsorships, but otherwise, I would say they're very good at what they do. <sighs> right, <laughs> Niall Boyle gives you the next chance to win the cash. Half past one today. Rubber oh, dub dub. This is starting to work. <laughs> PJ and Jim in the morning. I'm nearly, I'm, I'm nearly afraid to ask. <laughs> oh my God. It's Mike walking into the walls. Well, sorry, Mike, Mike's, just, Mike's just completely wrecked the joint. He yeah. didn't like that song so much. He just banged his head he off the wall there. Just oh my God. That's he gonna, just started wrecking the joint. That's going to be an interesting video at the end Absolutely, of this. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I just wanted to find out, like, how. so, I, you know, again, just to be sure. Yeah. You know, the naughty list, the nice list of yes, Christmas yeah, songs. Yeah. Mud, lonely this Christmas. Uh, uh, that's in Chris Rea's sweaty back pocket, <laughs> that joke. That is definitely not one of the good ones. It's no. been around since 1974. Yes, point taken. I get it, yeah. I guess there's some things hang around. Warts and diseases and everything have been around for a long time. And uh, that song. It's up there with E. coli, that song. 
Oh, a Christmas classic from yeah. Maud. We'll only this Christmas here at Classic Hits. Thank you for waking up happy with PJ and Jim. It's just ten past eight uh, on this Thursday. Speaking of Christmas, of course, we'll be giving you a reminder about the Let Me See Your Tree promotion that we have as we go and search. Now, I want everybody involved in this, right? Yeah. As we go and search of the best decorated tree in, in all the land. land. Yeah. And that'll be announced tomorrow. So you've, it's your final day to get involved in that. We'll tell you more about it a bit later on. Uh, still to come this hour, of course, the breakfast table quiz. But Magic Mike, as you can hear, is in studio with us because we have this. Oh. Do you recognise it? in that music is brilliant, isn't it? Yeah. That's one of the great theme tunes. I can still that's see how, me. When that theme tune plays, I actually feel stupid. That's yeah, how, I know. That's how, inten- that's how intelligent that theme music is. It makes me feel... Actually, you'd never be on that anyway. It, it does to all the ticks of the world what the Angelus does to the religious people of the world. You know, you <laughs> bong and they just look to the sky. You know, with, with attention yeah. on your face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, the theme from Mastermind, because Magic Mike, in his devious way, has apparently come up with... Um, with a few, uh, I don't even know what to call them. They're questions, but they're... They're pub quiz questions. Is that yeah. what they are? They are, yeah. They're, they're pub quiz questions, right? Because right. pub quiz experts have revealed the top ten trickiest questions, lads, that routinely catch out even the most experienced of quizzers. Now, right. now before we've done, uh, you know, what's that university challenge stuff? And we've done yeah, those sort of questions before. That university before. challenge right. stuff was ridiculous. It's That's crazy. crazy now. Lads, I've finally come up with a story... <laughs> And a quiz thing that may suit you. You might get one right. Oh, yes, Which good. Is, right? Okay. Very good. They're more trickier than they are very, very impossibly difficult, if you know what I mean. Right. right? Okay, yeah. Uh, so we're not going to be asked about some 1850 scientist who invented some whatever. Exactly. Right. Right. Or okay. some symphony that Beethoven didn't use or something like yeah, that. Yeah, so right? we should Which be able to Which is a shame, because that was my specialist subject. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Beethoven and his unused symphonies. Yeah, yeah. 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 His unheard symphonies. Yeah. I can okay. tell you what they were. He told me in person. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, okay. Anyway, so are you ready? Yeah, I yeah, think so. Right, yeah. okay. Lay oh, it on us, Michael. Are, are you Lay just it on us. it to the two of us to work out oh, yeah. together. Oh, yeah. yeah, we're not going to do a head to head. Yeah, thing, because lads. let's face it, two quarter widths adds up to a half width. And, yes, and, yeah. and we could go for it. I mean, if we combine our resources. Oh, this is all much better, yeah. Yeah, so combine your resources. Otherwise, it's uncomfortable for all of us. And, right. So. <laughs> see, gonna, that, see that fake. dig from Michael no, no, there? Yeah, it's, it's, it's a, it's a little embarrassing for me to be associated with the two of you, so if you don't mind. Okay, anyway, this is uh, from Speed Quizzing. They've, they've done this survey, right? Okay. Uh, so the first question I'm going to ask you, there will be some English questions here, lads. This is an English story, so <laughs> okay. don't worry about that bit. Okay, you bu- are you ready for this now? Right. Okay. You buy a bat and a ball for £1.10, right? £1.10. Yeah. Right. Nice. The bat costs exactly £1 more than the ball. How much is the ball, PJ and Jim? 110 quid. Oh, no, 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 wait, wait, wait. wait. 110 quid no, The whole thing together Is only yeah. one pound Ten pence well, yeah. We know that now Don't I smarty <laughs> pants you, Would you like to hear The question again Or are you satisfied You can No I haven't a clue What you said I'm at 110 okay. quid You buy a bat and a ball For one pound ten The bat costs Exactly one pound more Than the ball How much is the ball oh, God, I feel like I'm back In fifth class In primary school I, I think this If this is as easy As it sounds It's yeah. Go, Go on, on you say te- okay. ten cents. No, it's not. It's not. Isn't it? No, no Jim is good at this now. You have to you see. Cent. So together they're one they're a pound ten. Yeah. But, but the, the bat's the, a pound. Yeah, no, the bat is a pound more. So you have to factor in what the ball is. Ten cents. No, ten it's pence. five pence. Yeah Jim is get, very clever. You I can't the, work that you out. You get the five pence of the ball, a quid more than the five pence is one pound and five pence. Add them together, you get one pound ten. Yeah, this doesn't make a lick of sense <laughs> to me. I'll be honest with you. You want to see PJ's face there? Okay, it's still ten. It's well done. I got one hundred and ten quid for PJ. One hundred and ten quid. That was a good start. Okay. Mm. Stop Beg talking, PJ. Beg your pardon. Because my point is that you both have gotten it collectively correct. Okay, hey, yeah. So Excellent. I'm going to give you the point. Because we're working together. Okay, this is a bit of a weird one. So uh, anyway, you're standing on the surface of the earth. You walk one mile south, one mile west, and one mile north. You end up exactly where you started. Where are you? You're standing on the surface of earth. Okay? South. Right. South and west. the west and the but north. It's got, well, bear in mind there's going to be a trick in it, PJ. There has to be a trick in it. Well, you're a mile... Not necessarily. You're a mile to the, to if the you, west. If you were on the surface of the Earth, where would you be? That's a good start. On, on I tell you what, this is going to... On ground. This, I tell you, this is going to be one of three places, right? Right. It's either going to be somewhere weird on the equator, 
or it's going to be one of the poles. Okay. It has to be, doesn't uh, it? Well, the answer. I was thinking Paris. If you what? Understand, what? You, if you, what? <laughs> <laughs> okay, Jim, you're you almost know, there. No, I've, no, I've decided I'm, I'm giving up and I'm just going to, I'm going to go for whatever PJ says. But it has to. I you, mean, are, is so your you final end, answer even, Paris? Even though you end up. So you, which way do you go? You go south. Okay, you go, uh, yeah, you go south, then west, then north. So essentially, you end up back. Well, the south and the north is. Well, why do you go west? You sound so You walk one mile south, one mile west, and one mile north. So if you're on one of the poles, where would you be? North pole. Yeah. Yes! yes, the north course it is. Because okay. the north is, a Christmas is question. essentially if you're dropped in, right? Okay, so here we go. Still We're another couple it. of these, right? I need to hurry you on. I'll tell you. All oh, right, okay. Uh, if you were running a race and you, okay, this oh, is. Now, I know this one. PJ, right? You have this. I, I know, know you do. One. I know yeah. he has it. Right? Well, I know this one as well because he told me this earlier. As an, as an example You're of what we were going to be laugh. doing. You yeah. did not read this question, did the, you? This was the one that I said to him as an example. As an example, of. so, so I know what we're dealing with. Okay, well then in that case, before I even ask it, what's the answer? Second place. Second place. <laughs> yeah, second place, yeah. Oh, you know something? One. We are, we are oh good together. Oh my God. We're good together, man. We are, this Just works. for the audience, if you were running a race and you passed the person in third place and then the person in second place, what place would you be in? Right. Second, second place. Second place. Thank you. Okay, very good. Uh, right, this is uh, your last question, lads, and then we'll okay, throw it out okay. to the audience. What was, right now, listen to this carefully, what was the highest mountain in the world before Everest was discovered? This okay. is easy, PJ. Come on. Come on now, we PJ. We know this one. Well, K2 was the smallest one no. that we were talking about. No, you don't need to involve don't another need, mountain. No. What's what the answer? So, it's like, this is like one of those if yeah. a tree falls in the forest moments uh, <laughs> on one of them. Yeah. Come so, on, PJ. Before Everest was discovered, what was the highest mountain? Everest isn't in the forest. <laughs> no, PJ, before Everest was discovered, yeah. what was the highest mountain? We don't know, when it did was... it grow? And when did it, what height did it have to get to that we found it? <laughs> um, I got... It's got... Come I mean, on, you, you could, know this. Okay, you could argue it was still Everest, but Yay! I disagree. I don't agree with that. Why? Because if they, it obviously wasn't that big, it had to get bigger till they found it. <laughs> Discovered being the the word. So suddenly, that. I've suddenly under I suddenly understand why these are tough quiz questions. Because I'd say the rows that happen in pubs when these are being asked must be amazing. Well, I tell you, we're continuing this fight later on because that's ridiculous. Okay, it one, the, well, it wasn't big enough to be found. It was still the tallest in the world. Okay, for that's a, it. For a PJ and Jim Ugly Mug, everybody, right? Now, lads, don't answer, but tell okay. us after the song, right, if you know it. Again, think tricky, right? Uh, be, and again, it's English. But anyway, before Boris Johnson, who was the last prime minister to take the office who didn't have a wife? Okay? I think right, I know so this. you rule Boris out, do you? You rule Boris out. Yeah, so, right. before so before him, him, who was the first, the prime, first prime minister without a wife? I think I know this. Excellent. Don't the give the it last away. prime minister to take office who didn't have a wife. Right, sorry. well, I don't know this. So, um, uh, right, okay, well, PJ knows it. Do you know it? Mouth Actually, should we know it? Check M- it. Don't give it, it away. Anyway, I don't know if anybody managed to hear <laughs> that. But okay, Mr. first of all, you're not PJ, right. I'm PJ, not right. PJ is as bad as whispering as Mike was on the set of Ross Ruin. <laughs> I don't think they want us to talk. They <laughs> I, can, do you think they can see us? However, believe it or not, PJ's is actually a smart answer that's close. Right. That's all I'd say. Okay, yeah. well, so I don't oh, know what you no, heard. I definitely yeah. know it. So 087-188-0008, your answer with your name and location. The, the question once again is this. Uh, the question once again is, uh, before Boris Johnson, who was the last Prime Minister to take office who didn't have a wife? I definitely right. know it now. PJ and Jim, ugly mug, up for grabs, maybe even a cop of, copy of Merry Christmas, Jakey, but... <laughs> <laughs> It's Texas and Black Eyed Boy here at Classic Hits. Waking up happy with PJ and Jim. It's almost 8.22. Uh, we were attempting to video that last little section there with the um, with the, the tricky pub quiz questions and stuff. And I, I'm going I'm to plead with Mike to put the video up because literally, it's if ever 30 seconds or thereabouts encapsulated this show... <laughs> It's literally this. It's the chaotic, end, isn't it? The end result is basically an upside-down video that collapsed in the middle. That's basically And there's a gang with him banging his head off the microphone as well. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my... There it is. Anyway, right, listen. Let's see if we can find an answer. Mike, give us that question again. This was the one that Mike posed uh, for the audience to win a PJ and Jim ugly mug and potentially a copy, because there's not many left. I think we're down to our last 30,000. Um, copy of <laughs> Merry Christmas. 
Christmas Jackie boy. <laughs> right, so the question was, before oh. Boris Johnson, who was the last Prime Minister to take office who didn't have a wife? Okay, now, um, PJ Gallagher said he knew the answer to this. Yes, okay? I do now. So, um, uh, before you tell us whether it's right or wrong, let's just get PJ's answer. Your answer was... My first answer was Maggie Thatcher. Yeah, I think everybody heard that because a huge number of people went for Maggie Thatcher. All okay. right. Margaret Thatcher came in a lot. The other, the other answers were things like uh, Edward Heath came in a little bit. No, no. Uh, Ted Heath there as well, yeah. Um, loads of Margaret Thatcher, loads of uh, Edward Heath. And then a lot of the ones that I think is going to turn out to be the right answer... Which was, PJ? Theresa May. Theresa yeah, May. Well done. Yes, yeah, yeah, that's it. So, so I wasn't uh, barking up the wrong tree, really. I just no. completely forgot Theresa May existed, really. Yeah. I went for Maggie Thatcher. Because you see, she's in the crown and all, and everyone's talking about the crown at the moment. So she was in the That was head. in your That's head. what it was, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so you went for Maggie Thatcher. Oh, Maggie Thatcher. Maggie Thatcher. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, just melt it, PJ. Don't make any sound. Maggie Thatcher. Oh, jeepers, don't say her name again. She'll come alive. <laughs> <laughs> right, so listen, loads of correct answers in. Magic Mike is going to have a scan. Yeah. And uh, PJ and Jim, Ugly Mug, and Merry Christmas, Jakey Boy. Oh. On, on the way to someone very Lucky soon. you. Great stuff. Guaranteed Irish from Phil Lynn at an old town here at Classic Hits. Thank you so much for waking up happy with PJ and Jim. Just 21 minutes to 9 o'clock and the breakfast table quiz is on the way. Uh, in advance of that, if you want to throw your eye over the uh, fabulous stuff at MFC Sports, you can check it out at MFC hyphensports.com but most importantly let Magic Mike know you want to play it's going to do it in the next 10 minutes or so 087 on WhatsApp if you think you can get to 14 or more on the breakfast table quiz and take our top prize now obviously uh, Christmas on the way that's the, uh, the big build up at the moment and all the talk but once it's over thoughts will turn to a brand new year and resolutions of how you will change oh. your life and turn yourself into a better person. Now, listen up, Jim McKay. Listen up. This one's for you especially. Excellent. This is to try and get people to not be so blooming hard on themselves. For those that don't know Jim McCabe, and when he's not talking, he's a whip. He keeps <laughs> laddering himself across the back with. I've never seen anyone so hard on themselves. Do and you make New Year's resolutions? Uh, I tend to, yes, but completely achievable ones. Oh, do you? Yes. You yeah. see, no, I, no, I, I never had. I've never had a, a, a New Year's resolution that succeeded. Oh, you see, you make them really airy fairy and all, if you want to say. It. So I say, yes, I shall laugh a little bit more this year. I shall. Walk a little bit longer, and then at the end of the year, I have no idea. This, this is turning. This is. Uh, I'm getting emotional here. It's just like watching Braveheart. Yeah. For some reason, your speech there seemed to match the music perfectly. <laughs> you see, this is it. This is the key, Jim. This is the key to a successful New Year's resolution. They did this study, right? Right. Uh, and they found that twelve. You're twelve percent more likely to stick to your resolution if, like me, you stick on some fella whinging into a set of bagpipes and approach it by saying, "I will." achieve this rather than I am going to quit I am going to stop yeah. I will avoid if so you- basically what you're saying is it should be one of those they can take our chocolate yeah but they'll never take my enjoyment <laughs> of my life this is sounding this is how I mean right? I'm on board with this already so you must stop saying to yourself I am going to quit chocolate I am going to quit eating too much I am going to stop having takeaway every day or I'm going to avoid pizza you have to stop saying it you have to start saying to yourself I am going to start living a healthier lifestyle I'm going to endeavour to achieve a gym membership or I'm going to begin to enjoy healthier right, food. Right, so you stop gonna, using negative language like quit, stop. Yeah, all of that. Um, yeah. All that, give up, all of those kind of negative words, and yes. you start using positive words, is it? Yeah, so you start right. saying, so, uh, of course, in Jim's case, what's going to happen is you go, I am going to begin being nicer to myself. But then I probably won't, will I? Because I let myself <laughs> down all the time, don't I? That served me right. Take that. Oh, jeez. Get the whip. I am going to begin being more positive. Although I'll probably be terrible at it and have to, you know, yeah. have to pack it in. Sure, look at that. There they go again already. Do you know what I mean? Being positive. Sure, what's the point? I know, what's the point of being positive when you get the inevitable kick in the chops anyway? I might as well start whipping myself now. Yeah, I find if you've no, if you've really low expectations, they very rarely let you down. Yeah, if you, if you want Jim to be angry with you, be nice to him. They go, Jim, you're actually a lovely fella. Ah, you would say that. 
kick. Who told you to say that, huh? Yeah, yeah. Well, was somebody saying something else behind me back? Yeah, Is yeah. that what it was? Look at your man. He's after a lift somewhere. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen of the country, researchers wow. in Stockholm University have seen these results, and it does change. You get a 12% shift. You go from being less likely to achieve your New Year's resolutions to becoming more likely to achieving your New Year's resolutions. If you frame so, them in positive language. So, frame your New Year's resolutions Brilliant. in positivity. Go on, give us, give, us a, give us a rousing speech there to finish, PJ. Yes. Ladies I, and gentlemen, listen up now. This, this, could, this could literally change your life. Like the guru that is PJ Gallagher. Well, I told you you need something... Um, achievable so here we go I will endeavour to eat more junk food before February than ever before beautiful breakfast table quiz it's time for the breakfast table quiz win the best prize out there is try to get the biggest score hope the next call gets the more it's the breakfast table quiz the Breakfast Table Quiz with Kilmartin Educational Services. In class or online, learn and revise safely and get ahead with Julie's CKES.ie. Right, so this week we're on board, of course, with MFC Sports. They provide bespoke team and leisure wear for absolutely everybody of any size, be it clubs or schools or businesses or organizations or societies or whatever it is. And from anywhere, they literally provide these services uh, to organizations and businesses and clubs across the world. In fact, you can check it all out on mfc-sports.com. Actually, I mentioned, didn't I, that... Um, Multiple All-Ireland winner Niall Scully is actually the business development manager for MFC Sports in Leinster. You did, yeah, you did. So, so, and I've heard, right, that if you make an appointment to see uh, Niall Scully, right, if you, you know, because you're thinking of getting some stuff done, I heard he comes around wearing the medals in all the gear. You're joking. Boot, boot, his boots and everything. Well, isn't that a, ma- a fair play to him now? Yeah. That's a fella that does straight to... I, apparently he lets you stroke his moustache and everything. Yeah. He's all into that, yeah. Absolutely. As long as you, uh, you know, social distance, sanitise your hands, you're allowed to give him one rub across the moustache <laughs> and try on any gear so you there want. there you go. If you want him walking in complete with muddy boots and all his medals hanging around his neck, you could, you could make an appointment with Niall Scully. It just, be interesting, there just it? isn't another sports uh, company that lets they you do any such thing. Exactly. They don't offer as much. Anyway, whatever your sport is, rugby, GAA, soccer, or not even, you know, I'm probably going to offend somebody here, but I was going to say not even a sport. Like, so, like, if it's Irish dancing or if it's whatever. Mass or, or pub quiz teams or oh. whatever it happens to be. Lance, and don't we need forget, to get down to that. We pub do. quiz team we would be great. Uh, and, and don't forget that they have this loyalty 15 uh, thing happening at the moment. So if you go on to mfc-sports.com, there's a 15% give back scheme uh, for customers where they can get 15% back on their spend and they have this online ordering system as well that uh, means you can do all of the business you need to do literally from the comfort of your own living room. So mfc-sports.com if you want to check it out for yourself. But what do we need, PJ? We need 14. It's a big score we're looking for. Aaron Dalton's going to have a go though. How are you, Aaron? Good, thank you, PJ. What's the crack, Aaron? Where are you this morning? Uh, I'm uh, at home in Tala. In Tala, good stuff. So you're in Dublin. Have you any plans for the rest of the day? Uh, it's relaxed. It's a day off. So oh, yeah, good for you, yeah, Aaron. Good for you. And listen, how's the old uh, the, the old brain working at the moment? Are you confident about this fourteen or more? I don't know. It's early in the morning, but sure, <laughs> it is. And it's a high. It is a very high score. In yeah. fairness, listen, we've every faith in you, Aaron. You ready to give it a bash? Yeah, absolutely. Best of luck, buddy. Here we go. What ocean is the largest in the world? Pacific. Name the three rivers known as the Three Sisters in Ireland. The Nord, the and the Van. Uh, it's the what? What's the capital of Estonia? Talon, which is the largest internal organ in the human body? Brain. The liver, how many legs does a lobster have? Six. Ten, what colour is the spot in the middle of the Japanese flag? Red. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn as an line from what movie? Gone with the wind. Where is Toblerone chocolate from? Switzerland. What is the name of the Beatles' first album? Love me do. It's Please Please Me. What is the smallest country in the world? Vatican City. Postman Pat had a black and white what? Cat. The Danube flows into what body of water? Black Sea. In a low low, who owned a small cafe in France? Pat. Rene, in which city would you find the Van Gogh Museum? Uh, Amsterdam. Graceland is the home to what singer? Elvis. What is the industry in Pinewood Studios associated with? Film. Uh, or Dr. Seuss. Go on, go on, go on. Dr. Seuss' children's books. Uh, what did the Grinch steal? 
Christmas. Yes, yes, he did. I tell you something, you took off. You I thought you were going to catch up there. It was a bit it's sticky at the start, but I tell yeah. you something, there was a good old run in it. And um, so, anyway, look, I'll give you the score first. I didn't give him the answers to the rivers because I was like, oh, here, I'm just wasting time. Yeah, no, no, yeah, it's I, the I, pure, I, isn't it? It's the it's pure. The, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but anyway, yeah. listen, you still scored one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Oh, my God. Oh, that's Eleven correct answers. It was very good, Aaron, to be fair. I hate saying it to people, but any other week, you, you probably yeah. would have won that. And it was, br- <laughs> it was brilliant, Aaron, because you got a question right about the colour of the, uh, the spot in the Japanese flag, right? You got that right, saying, Red, but which is uh, and fair play to PJ because the answer that was actually written down was eight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What colour is the spot in the middle of the Japanese flag? Eight. Is there? Thankfully, That's a great colour. Yeah, it's a very good colour. My favourite colour, actually. <laughs> the colour eight. <laughs> right, listen, Aaron. It was a brave attempt. Sorry about that, man. But thanks for playing. No, we could have just put a great shout out there to Ethan, Lucy, and Amy if they're listening. I know they are. Absolutely, of course. Brilliant. Yeah, how no are you, problem. lads? Good stuff, Aaron. Thanks, Bill. Take care. Queens, don't stop me now. I think officially, wasn't that voted the happiest song or the... The most uplifting song ever recorded. The most upbeat song, yeah. The one Brilliant. that gives you the spring in your step, I suppose, yeah. Great tune. Don't stop me now from Queen here at Classic Hits. Thank you for waking up happy with BJ and Jim. Uh, 23 minutes away from... Uh, from 10 o'clock. Uh, a reminder, of course, that um, at the moment, as you probably know, we have our uh, Let Me See Your Tree feature going on, right? And the, basically, this is all with thanks to our friends at Oak Tree Financial. They're expert financial advisors. Uh, they'll give you advice tailored to whatever your needs are. Oaktreefinancial.ie. Uh, if you want to get in touch with them, you can um, uh, you can contact them there. And as I say, whatever it happens to be, if you're just looking to do some planning, if you've got some concerns, financial concerns, if you need some advice about certain stuff, any of that kind of stuff, uh, they, these guys can check it out. And they're the people behind uh, Let Me uh, See Your Tree. So we are going in search of the best decorated tree in all, all the, the land. land. Right, and the winner's going to be announced tomorrow. Now, lots of entries in already. Still time to get your entries in. You just have to WhatsApp. Uh, a picture of your Christmas tree into us on 087188008 or you can pop it up on our social media on Facebook or or whatever it happens to be but maybe if if you've left it late <clears throat> PJ Gallagher arguably Mr Christmas has some advice on how you should go about your decorations. Oh, well, I tell you what I've just learned is that um, advice, maybe take this as advice. Remember, this is not the advice of this station, right? Mm-hmm. Disclaimer needs to be put in here. I had no idea people felt so passionately about the ways, the rights and the wrongs of decorating a tree. I had no idea it was taken so personal. Let's put it that way. A former professional Christmas tree decorator has started and created unmerciful controversy online. She went on to TikTok and her name is Claire Hooper, right? And she says in her video that she made, she says, this is the way, the right way to decorate a Christmas tree. You use the zigzag method of putting your lights on. What's the zigzag method? Well, here it is. You get the lights and you loop them around a low hanging branch, right? Or a high hanging branch at the start, sorry. Then you bring it down the tree, the full length of the tree. You loop it around a low hanging branch. Then it goes all the way back up the tree. You loop it around again, you come down again. It's the zigzag method, right? Now, she didn't just say that this is the way she does it. She says, if you're coiling your Christmas tree lights the other way, you are wrong. Decorating Christmas trees was a part of my job. I know what I'm doing. Uh, we use the zigzag method. It means you don't waste lights around the back of your tree. And if a set breaks, you take them off easily. It can all be replaced handy. Uh, it's been posted on November 22nd. 2.4 million lot times <laughs> had been viewed. And my God, the reaction to say it's been strong has been... It's just putting them mildly. Wow. So so most people... Oh. Well, I say most people, right? Me. Uh, would, you, you know, you, you start at the top of your tree and you go kind of around it and around it and spiral your way sort of down with your lights. I would do now sort of a, a semi-thing of both. If I had to do a tree now, which I haven't done in many, many years, I'd lo- put around the top bit. Yeah. Right? And then you sort of do a, like, figure eights all the way down. Do you know, like that? Right. So you don't go around the back, but you kind of loop it. You kind around. of, sc- oh, yeah. You it's, loop oh, it like I know that. what you're doing you know there. I mean? So it looks like you've coiled around the back. It's basically That's a lazy like, coil. Yeah, it's like a, a lad who'd appear great, like, as though he was wearing a magnificent suit from front on. Yeah. And then when you turned him around, there'd be a, the, the suit wouldn't actually meet at the yeah. back. There's no arse in his trousers. Exactly. Yeah, that's yeah. The way, yeah. 
That's exactly right. I see what you mean. So it's like uh, I get you, right? That's okay. how I do it. But then I don't do it. I, it's I, a big loopy side to side job. That's the way for you. Yeah, for me, yeah. right? I'm a coiler. Yeah, and but apparently we're both wrong. You're supposed we're to be a zigzagger. Wrong. And of course, people with Christmas trees take it very, very personal. One reaction said, "I've never been so enraged in all my life." <laughs> a tree is supposed to have did. lights all around it. This is. What do they say on the internet all the time? An absolute disgrace is what they said. Another reaction was, um, this is ridiculous. You can see wires so much more doing it this way. Should I just decorate the electrics in the house as well? People wow. are very upset. It's, it's very so upset. So it appears. It's a big deal, yeah. obviously. Outrageous, says another person. <laughs> Professional Christmas tree decorator. I wouldn't let her put tinsel on my window sills. Outrageous! That's incredible. Oh Why yeah! Why do yeah. people get so irate about this know. stuff? I don't know. Just do it your own way. Yeah, just no. ignore the the advice. You know, if you don't want to do it, don't just don't do it. Yeah, but and then you get the all, need and then you get it. the people who just have to have a dig because she's a woman as well. This bloody woman doesn't know what she's talking about. <laughs> I've been decorating shop windows for years and never heard of such a thing. Yeah, oh people my get God. so upset over Christmas trees. Yeah. Uh, over, like, do it your own way but that's what I'm saying Jim when it comes to our competition I think we need to not name the judges as I'm in fear of the lives of those who will be judging because yeah. you know, people are obviously taking it this person I've just realised that's a very good point I mean originally the plan was that uh, PJ and myself and Magic Mike Tara Andy Bad News and of course the people at oaktreefinancial.ie who are the people behind Let Me See Your Tree would be you know would be judging this but I think we may we may have to step back I think we might I have be, to I mean if we pick the wrong one. I mean, there could be. God knows how people would react if you if you said their tree wasn't the best decorated tree in all, in all the, the land. land. I know. Imagine walking out of your house now, say St Stephen's Day or something, and there's a lad and he's made a balaclava out of tinsel and holding a glitter gun and he shoots you right in the face and goes, "That'll show you."